Welcome to On the Human Spectrum. I'm TM Fritz, um, and I get to talk to neuro-interesting guests to hear their insights and struggles. I deal with a giggle or two as we explore the varying ways we find purpose, meaning, and connection, and define and perhaps redefine success. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love all these word connotations and associations. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Alrighty, so oh good, there's a gra- grounding sound uh, now of coffee, and I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> I can see a sight. <laughs> so cute. Okay, so so this these are, I mean, the reason I, I mean, I, of course, I love to talk to you in general, but one of the things is just that you have a really cool story. I mean, so many stories, and you don't have to share stories. It's more, I'll just kind of ask you some very simple things, like uh, kind of generally, what are you doing now? How did you get there? What were you doing before? And that kind of thing. So it's not, you don't have to, you know, define anything or explain, you know, how any of it works. This is not a quiz. Okay. <laughs> so, so let's start. So you help me if I have some issue with some word, English words. Because yes, what I was thinking, uh-huh. I never work by what I'm doing now. I never say it in English. So I have a few words that maybe will be a little bit complicated. So we'll see. The way it's in English would be basically kind of a holistic healing practice. Holistic. Ah, yeah, I will write it. Yeah. Holistic healing healing practice. practice. Yeah. So so getting to, okay, okay, so right now, of course, you're in Brittany. And I have not seen your new house and your new cabinet. Cabinet, is that the word for it in French? In France, I say cabinet, yeah, or salle de soins. But well, okay. um, oh, yeah, salle de soins. I like that. Okay. So, how how okay. long have you been in your current um, uh, lieu or uh, location? It's been a little bit less than a year because it was beginning of November two thousand two thousand twenty two. So, uh-huh. um, so it's been like ten months more or less that I really start my activity because before I was uh, doing several training uh-huh. so for wh- one year and a half I did several training as uh, with an acupuncturist doing uh, traditional Chinese medicine mm-hmm. uh, with a bioenergetician and I did also a massage training so it's more mm-hmm. like a well-being massage Without, uh, let's say, therapeutic uh, skills. Right, because of, of not being able or not supposed to say things that might infringe on other medical societies, like either therapeutic exactly. or diagnostic, in other words. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. In France, then, just like in the U.S., there are there are constraints. Yeah. I think because it's really... So I'm not saying that it's a substitute of uh, Occidental and, uh, and the medical... Uh, like the way uh, the, the medicine that we have in France or in Europe or, or in the States, I think in the States and in Europe, it's more or less the same, but um, it's, it can help. Like what I'm doing, like Chinese, uh, traditional Chinese medicine, it's really at the beginning, it should be a preventive uh, medicine. Right, so right. like, yeah, exactly. So normally you should go to see Chinese uh, medical doctor four times a year between each change, season change, mm-hmm. to always being in good health. Right, right. But after, it can also help if you have some starting, like, dysfunctional stuff, 
uh, or like starting some symptom, you can also help the person. But it's true that when the a big a chronic or an important disease is here, like our medicine won't mm -hmm. or our method of caring won't yeah. uh, be enough to to care and to to help right. the person. And so, and so, one of the words that uh, in the U.S. it's used uh, complementary medicine. So it's a medicine, medicine. along with it, and that comes from a history of being alternative medicine, and the yeah. idea that it's not alternative, it's complementary. Um, exactly. And, I, mean, I, and I definitely embrace this as a physician myself. I mean, I no longer practice, but in the sense of, I think there's an important role for well-being, and I think one of the things that Western medicine, acute Western medicine, does not do a great job of is um, kind of treat the whole person, hence the holistic, right? I mean, there's certainly people yeah. are trying and primary care doctors are trying and all that, but the constraints of Western medicine and billing um, and time, like primary care doctor has very little time and there's a lot of administrative costs. So I think that Western medicine is great for acute care uh, and it does not deal well with the longer term care right now or the whole patient. Um, and it also doesn't do great at some of the more chronic um, kind of Western diseases that are happening, right? That exactly. Even I, things, I, I mean, something as simple as stress, right? Where we talk about stress and somehow, I think it's finally, people are finally realizing that stress has physical manifestations in your body. It's not, mm. yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with what you are saying. Like, I think Western medicine is not as good in you know in all psychological and and not feeling you know not in well-being because really like being uh like feeling good feeling unstressed feeling relaxed feeling happy all yeah. this it really help in health also yeah. so i think western yeah. is not enough focus of, of uh, having like person happy and relaxed yeah. and having like a a good uh a healthy life, you know, yeah, doing sports, uh, yeah. having good food and all this, like more, let's say, the preventive part. Right. And um, so for different reasons, I think Western uh, medicine is not focused and putting his attention in that. And also, I think Western medicine seeing more uh, like the person as something yeah. mechanic, right. mechanical. Yeah. So yeah. it's true, they are very good on that. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, like you're saying, when you take part, like you're thinking about the holistic part, and yeah. we take you take like the person in like in his whole being. So mm -hmm. what he has in his head, the way of thinking, the way of being, the the way of having activity, or, or in the contrary, like to be like uh, really, uh, let's say, like person having no activity. Right. Very good points. I think here Western medicine is starting to see. Um, to try to move towards this, but it's been trying to move towards the holistic for last 20 or more years. And it still doesn't seem to be getting there because the money structure is just not in it. Um, and we have psychiatrists, but they're frightfully expensive and psychologists are frightfully expensive. And again, it's not a whole body thing for often it's either medication, which I don't, I'm not against medication certainly, or it's um, kind of more, more narrowly focused. Um, and now just when I thought about stress, I thought about, um, of course, asking you questions about how you came to this yourself. Like, w did yeah. you? I, I really did it for myself. Like when I was, I did eight years uh, in the humanitarian sector mm -hmm. as a program manager. 
So I was really tense, working a lot, not taking care of myself, not eating well, not sleeping well, not resting well. And so I was like completely forgetting myself during, depending one from one month to one year, I was going in a mission abroad. And when I was coming back in France, in, in my house, I was completely like burnout. Burnout, yeah. So I was taking care of myself going to this kind of medicine. So yeah. going to see the holistic therapeut to earn back some energy, to 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 feeling better, to 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 feeling like more relaxed because I was really tense. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't in really like good shape. Yeah. But so I want to point out just that that when you went abroad, you're going to basically war zones or near war zones. Exactly. Yeah, so exactly. I went to a few countries. Physically, emotionally, psychologically, incredibly stressful and hard periods of time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it was really hard for me to rest because, like, I think it's a job to work in humanitarian sector, but it's also something more ethical and some value, ethical value, let's say. So for me, it was hard to rest and to think about myself. Yeah. Thinking that yeah. if I work more, I can give food, I can give drinkable water, I can yeah. give shelter to people as fast as possible. So yeah. for me, it was really an issue to rest, and I wasn't resting. So I was really like in like a, like you you said like really in really bad uh, bad shape when I was yeah. coming back, and really like all this kind of therapy really helped me uh, without taking any medicine. I wasn't sick, but I was stressed. I was completely exhausted. Yeah. I was I was completely like really I, I was eating mal uh, badly during a, a few months. I was I wasn't doing any sport. So really, and even sometimes I was sick uh, so much time. It happened to me when I was taking my flight back to France. I was like the the I it, I was starting to feeling bad and to feeling sick. So generally, the first week I was coming back to France, I was sick. Because yeah. I think it was like my body really seeing, saying, okay, now you can be sick, yeah. you, but you can be sick. And also, I think it was maybe also a, a message from my body saying, okay, you didn't take care of yourself during months. Yeah. Now you will stop and you will, uh, and you will take care of yourself. Yeah, and you have to. And I was... Exactly, you have to. When you're starting to be sick, you have to. And that's like what is sad, that now lots of people in our Western med- world, because exactly. in Asia yeah. or in, in Asiatic or, or even in South America, there think, but some of them thinking differently. But in our Occidental way, we are thinking to be sick. We are waiting to be sick. We are yeah. waiting to feeling, I don't know, like depressed or feeling bad to start doing something. And wait, really, yeah. It strikes me that as you're saying, talking about sick earlier, that we have this all or nothing in the West about either you're sick or you're not sick. And, but that's not, that's not healthy or well or unwell, right? Because you're definitely unwell and unhealthy before being officially quote unquote sick. But it's as if we don't recognize, unless there's a particular diagnosis, right? As there's a particular medicalized name, um, this cluster of symptoms then then that is quote unquote a sickness or a disease or something that passes a threshold but everything that's happened before is not wellness right mm, exactly yeah. and we are what we are singing like uh, because i'm i'm doing some um really like um 
uh, Chinese uh, so massage and uh, I'm going to stimulate some acupuncture point, but I'm doing also an energetic care. And this energetic care, uh, it's still where there is some uh, unbalance. Yeah. And so what we are saying in the energetic world, so let's say, or, or thinking, it's yeah. first of all, you will have an uh, uh, energetic unbalance that if you don't take care about it now or as soon as possible, it will have an impact in the body. So something, a symptom or something that you can feel. So that's right. why it's good to take care in the energetic part before you yeah. feel it in the body. So yeah. in the Western medicine, that means it's already in the, it's in the part that you are healthy because you right. don't feel anything and you yeah. don't feel any symptom, but there is in like another plan, like something more subtle, let's say. Yeah. You can say subtle. Subtle, another subtle, in another plane, in another uh, dimension, in a sense. Before you yeah. get and the mechanical, as you're saying, the physical feelings, there's a, there's basically an energetic heads up. Exactly. We've lost a little bit of touch of that in the Western or in, in modern Western society. Um, and that's like suppressing feelings of stress, suppressing need for eating, need for rest, um, need for exactly. taking care of yourself and being outside and balanced. And that's yeah. something and that's part of your work as well to look at that, at that in the, and then you put that in kind of quotes in the energetic kind of approach of looking to see what's out of balance. Exactly. And it's hard because all the system, all our way of of functioning, it's always to run from yeah. from with the kids, with the, the house, with the work, with yeah. different stuff. Like even, even when we are kids, it's always like you have to go to school, you have to have a sport activity after, and you have to play piano and you have to it's always like like having lots of activity. Yeah. And we are born to always like be in the worry and always doing yeah. Yeah. And always doing yeah. stuff uh, like too fast. And we are not learned to stop, to take time for yourself, to do meditation, for example, to do some respiratory work. So mm -hmm. And in Asia, they are doing that in Asiatic country. And I'm sure, I'm sure I cannot say it, but, uh, but we, uh, we, will, we should see data. I'm sure they don't have as much cancer, as much maybe yeah. um, heart attack. And yeah. Well, this makes me think, so in, in the West, in Western medicine, so in the classic, the nervous system, you do have, you know, we do learn about the sympathetic and parasympathetic system. And I'm hearing much more about the parasympathetic system uh, in Western talk, kind of the idea of the rest, you know, rest, restore, digest, the immune system, all of that is very much tied to having the parasympathetic system be able to have time to turn on and not be in the sympathetic fight, flight, fright, you know, uh, system. But I still think there's a lot of resistance to the idea of rest as an active process that it's not, it's like, for, especially, I think, in the American system, quote, unquote, doing nothing is, you know, mm -hmm. the worst thing in the world. And being busy, busy, busy means that you have mm -hmm. social status, you're important, what you're doing is something good. I mean, exactly. it also ties in with the capitalist system of consuming is good for the economy kind of thing. But exactly. I mean, a That's lot exactly. of people that are just in very poor health. You know, even, yeah, exactly. even before even before any definite disease state. I mean, they're not they don't look like they're enjoying themselves physically. And no. otherwise. 
Yeah, and that's sad because yeah, in in our words, like resting, it's it's or taking care of yourself, it's mean uh, being lazy and doing nothing. So also there is like uh, you're saying, like an economical uh, part also. Yeah. Like some people, they don't have time to rest. They have to run from one job to another right, right. or to I don't know what. This is where I'm thinking that this is why people are binging Netflix. Because in a yeah. sense, I'm not I'm not um, uh, knocking Netflix. I know that during the pandemic, especially mm -hmm. people were just imbibing Netflix. And as far as all the things to do during a pandemic, I don't think that's a terrible thing. I think that's great. And I actually love Netflix for many, many reasons. <laughs> But I think that's one of the things that um, Netflix and other like social media and has taken over this idea that people um, need the rest. And I'm not saying that Netflix is restful, but like you, I think that's one way that you start on a program and then two or three hours later, clicking every 20, 30 minutes because your body knows, I don't want to do whatever you're going to make me do or emotionally and mentally. <laughs> and four hours later, you watch Netflix, but you haven't necessarily. Yeah, but it's true. It's yeah. like a disconnect to our world and that's about to our life, you know, because also yeah. I know like lots of people are not happy in their life. So it's also a way to completely disconnect of what yeah. we have. And uh, like you talk about the parasympathical um, yeah. way, a part of uh, So this it's about because I'm doing also, uh, you know, walking by walking, like going in forest. So in the nature, oh, in that. forest. Yeah. Yes, I, I wanted to, to share uh, this experience with you in Croatia, but yes. we, we couldn't do it. So well, after you your mom and the wild boars, that it, we, <laughs> we had to reschedule. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But hopefully when I come but, to um, Virginia, I would love But of course here, I, I mean, I, uh, one of the reasons we moved to Virginia is to be outside more and to be in nature more. And I'm surrounded by woods and at the foot of the little yes, mountains. Yes. And we, I walk yeah. every day and I'm outside under trees. I mean, it just makes an enormous difference. And exactly, this, these trees really like help you to relax and to yeah. develop this parasympathetical part. So really yeah. being in the nature, it's something mm -hmm. that we should recommend to people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even like a, a, yes, a recommendation. Right, the right. Prescription, exactly. Yeah. Go one hour per day in forest. And even after, if we want to go a little deeper, it's even walking 15 minutes barefoot in the forest. I love that. Also this, you know, so there is like something, it's not like something huge or something complicated. It's, yeah. it's really coming back to the basic. Yeah. But that's, we don't do it anymore. Like we are all like connected to, to internet, to computer in front of a screen or so many screens sometimes. We, we are like, so it's really coming back to what we used to be because we have yeah. to remember that we are like uh, killer cueilleur, chasseur cueilleur, you know, oh, like uh, coming yes, back, uh, like uh, eating, um, exactly. Yeah. So we are part of the forest. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely get in touch with our animal selves, which I think, I mean, for some of us, there's no way I cannot be part of my animal self and walking around outside of nature because I would feel horrible. But I guess some people do feel horrible, but they still just don't go out. I mean, and obviously there's a lot of privilege to, of course, potentially having a safe yeah. place to walk outside and trees. So I don't mean to minimize that, but yeah. Or even in a park, even yeah, yeah. in a park, if so, for people who are staying in a, in big city, yeah. generally there is park. So just even, you know, have a walk. But it's true, like, I think it's like a negative 
circular stuff because you're yeah. feeling bad, you don't want to go out. Yes. So you're feeling worse and you don't want to go out and then it's like a negative one. So sometimes yeah. I know it's hard, but you have to push yourself on the yeah. boat, let's say, and yeah. go and even to go in a park, you yeah. know, to, to being in contact of little bit of nature. Yeah, yeah. I, of course, totally agree. And it makes me think of the quarantine questions I had posted up. Um, I'll, I'll share them with you and maybe I'll share them um, on my website. I, I'm blanking on her name, but she wrote for the Greater Good Berkeley. And the quarantine questions were, and I think it applies for every single day, is how am I getting outside today? You know, how am I moving my body today? How am I getting outside today? It's also how am I cultivating or creating or curating beauty today, which I thought was lovely. Um, and then, and there's oh, this with people, and then there's two more. One of them, what my favorite, of course, is what part of normal will I let go of today? Now, she meant that as a quarantine. For me, I think of that in life in general. <laughs> what part of normal? <laughs> that's oh, that's great. Thing, but even as a society level, if, if the society is a little bit unhealthy in general, what part of normal society's be, you know beliefs and to dos will I let go of today? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you know it's sad that our society not pushing or like doing more advertising on being healthy, uh, doing some sports, eating healthy, going the nature, uh, take care of yourself, uh, do some massage, do uh, some uh, I don't know meditation. It's sad because I think some people they even don't know like yeah. the powerful of this method that seems simple but it really can help what i love is that is exactly why i wanted to talk to you today to share that <laughs> i'm happy i'm really happy to be here i hope people will understand me uh, with my french accent your lovely french accent i love it yeah thank you you're cute <laughs> <laughs>